Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are on step one, awareness, and tonight we are talking about responsibility. So, who is with me? Are we ready to get going? Let's start it off by welcoming my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. I'm uh, ready to have an engaging conversation with our guests. That is good to hear. Mm. Good to hear. Um, I'm excited to get going, too. And we have an amazing guest coach on tonight. And I'm super excited to have her here. This is her first time on the show. So, everyone, please welcome Elle Ballard. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much, Terry. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you. El, can you tell our listeners real quick um, what it is that you do as a coach yes, and um, your community of, of women? Yes, absolutely. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Um, so my name is Elle, just like Kelly said. And so uh, what I do is I absolutely love uh, empowering and connecting ladies uh, from different cultures. Um, I am myself originally to be part of USSR. My native language is Russian. And so I just love uh, multicultural ladies from all over the world. And so that's the reason for Women of the World Network. Yes. And I just became a member. Mm. Yes. Yay. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Great to have you. Yeah. I'm excited. I got to speak with Elle's group. Um, this last week, and it was just so awesome to be there with those ladies, and so I decided to join. Awesome. Great to have you. Yes, it was great. I loved, um, I loved our conversation that we had and your, your talk as well. Thank you. Yeah, I know for, um, for Terry and I, we're very passionate about supporting women, um, but you know, especially supporting people who are wanting to experience change and um, have less fear in their lives. And we we love any chance to share that with others. And I know that you and your organization has um, a great platform to support women as well. So it was definitely a win-win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do. We we are growing, and it's uh, it's exciting, you know, to to see women come together, empowering each other. I know you guys have you and Terry have an amazing platform as well for coaching and empowerment, and uh, you know, together we're multiplying. We we all growing. We uh, impacting positively generations um, to come, and us being mothers as well, of course. Uh, you know, I I have kids as well, so they look at us, they do what we do. They're not going to necessarily do what we say, <laughs> but they're going to do what we do, right? So they're definitely one of my wives and why I do what I do. And 
Yeah, and uh, we're launching additional programs as well within the community and, um, uh, you know, expanding, so serving different uh, needs as well. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, I think that brings up uh, kind of much. Are you, can I talk now? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um I think that brings up part of our, our platform for this evening, which is we've been talking about awareness this month. And I what I'm kind of feeling is uh, the awareness that we have as women uh, to empower other women, and that's a responsibility. And I look at that as a, a responsibility to serve uh, the women of my, that I have influence over. And, and that circle of influence continues to expand the more I take responsibility for sharing, um, you know, the gifts that I've been been given by other women. And so I think of my generational, like my grandmother, my mother, and and now my daughters and my granddaughters, and just uh, the responsibility that that I I feel to serve them and to be served by them in order to um, expand the influence that we have for good. And I think that awareness of that responsibility propels me to move forward and to connect with other women, uh, both on a, you know, a maternal level and intellectual level, cognitively and emotionally, and just really reach out. And Kelly and I first came across L in an organization that we joined just a few, it seems like just a few months ago, but it's probably been about six months that we uh, joined uh, uh, Thriving Women in Business with Katerina Rando, who's been on our show as well, and how that's expanded our influence. And now we're we're talking to Elle about a network of women, you know, throughout the world. And we've just had so many opportunities um, through awareness of all the work that women are doing throughout the world to take responsibility. We had a, a conf, uh, summit this last week and we connected with a woman who, her name is Elk, who does work with women in Africa and, and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and and helping women to develop businesses that then affect their entire family, their entire community. And it was just, I just feel like that responsibility has expanded exponentially because of reaching out and um, taking responsibility for our influence. So uh, while you were talking now, that's what I was thinking, that it's uh, such an opportunity to Mm -hmm. be responsible for the gifts that we have, um, Mm -hmm. the knowledge that we have, you know, the experiences that we've had that we can share with other women, uh, both challenging experiences and uplifting experiences that we all have. Uh, universally mm-hmm. yeah so I just um, mm-hmm. I don't know I, I love about that, that. <laughs> yeah yeah I love that topic I love the topic of awareness I think it is so important it is so key and and um yeah and it's definitely uh, one of the you know behind what I do the bones behind the being aware and um that's something that came up to me as well to to open women of the world network cuz my background is corporate and I was I had a great career in corporate world and doing marketing for several years and uh but um 
you know, I was I I became aware of the fact that even though I had a great even though I had a great this great amazing income, I just I was looking for more. I was, I wanted something. I was searching for more because it was mm-hmm. just not necessarily fulfilling me. Uh, it was bringing me money to pay my bills. And, uh, you know, it gave me great uh, experience and great knowledge that I'm using now, uh, building Women of the World Network, uh, you know, giving that that marketing experience, of course, and everything. Um, but I think once I became aware that, okay, I'm ready for something else now, <laughs> you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's so amazing how a uh, universe he opens up once you become aware of that and whatever it is in in, in you know in uh, people's lives right it could be uh, uh could be a situation like mine could be some other situations life situations but once they are truly aware life starts bringing us the universe gives us things when we need them i believe and um you know that's how i was pushed out of corporate and uh, decided to go ahead and uh, do my own thing <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah. But, but I love, I love that theme, awareness. is Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I've, I love how your your journey was brought to your, uh, in a new direction because of your awareness. And that is really what we've been talking about so far this month, of how awareness is that first step onto your new path. And um, tonight is actually... Our topic tonight is actually on healing. There's been a little bit of an error with the um, description on the link. But um, so not responsibility, healing. Um, but I'm sure that's what Elle was prepared to do anyways. But um, I I love the aspect that as we, you know, as we, you know, are going around maybe with our blinders on or our, our heads down, you know, in that survival mode. We don't, we're just, you know, we're just, you know, taking it one day at a time and we're not seeing the possibilities and the opportunities for something more around us. And when we, when we look up, when we become aware of what's around us and how there's opportunities for joy and enjoyment and fulfillment and that awareness comes and then we start taking action towards those things. It can heal. It can heal those wounds. It can heal that disappointment or that unfulfillment or that that feeling like our life is just not where we want it to be. It can heal that. And I think that that is another amazing power of awareness. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, and you mentioned healing. It's so timely right now. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, uh, sure. with the situation that's happening worldwide, and you know, of course, it's not. Uh, I have I have family members who are sick, so I'm not definitely. I'm sorry for the people who who you know uh, sick and have to cope with this. But there is another side of it where it's really. You know, it can be a huge opportunity for people to really look at things from the um, as a big picture and um, that healing moment and take take time out of busy days and take the time, okay, to reevaluate everything. And that's what I think COVID has given us. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so you could take that healing, um, um, yeah, and and you know, and really um, 
looking at it that way. And I mean, I hope we get back to getting together sooner than later and, uh, and all the mm-hmm. good stuff. But um, mm-hmm. I'm also um, so amazed at how many, uh, how, how people reacted to it, how the world got so much closer. Um, and I'm not talking about the different movements that, of course, you know, <laughs> have happened, but I want to look at the, you know, the, the good positive things that happen and, and everything that uh, together, but all this movement that I think bringing all of it together. Um, so that healing that happens on the universal level is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I know at first when it felt like neighborhoods were coming together and people were being so creative on how they could support each other and support the the healthcare workers and support the, um, you know, the, the people that were still out there doing those necessary jobs, um, mm-hmm. you know, putting out bottles of water and thank you for delivery men and, you know, all different kinds of things. And I just, I just thought it was so cool to see how people were react, how, you know, a certain amount of people were reacting to mm-hmm. this new place that we were in, and yeah, and I, I yeah. just I was I was kind of blown away by it all, and and now there's you know um, well and there has been the whole time, but you know there's there's both sides of that coin, and it's it's a choice, you know which side you're going to be on, you know mm-hmm. are you going to be on the side of of seeing how something good can come from this tragedy exactly. or are you going to be on the side that focuses on all the negative things that are coming from this tragedy? And right. by, by seeing the positive doesn't mean you negate the negative, right? But you focus on the positive. Yes. Horrible things have happened because of this pandemic. Um, you know, so many people have died. People have lost jobs, you know, um, all kinds of things have happened that are, uh, you know, negative. But there's been a lot of positive things that have come from it, too. And I think if we can keep our focus on that, um, you know, it's it's so much better for us, right, to go around Mm -hmm. focusing on the positive and the possibilities and the opportunities that are available because of this then going around and focusing on the uncertainty and the unknown and the, the, you know, devastation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's bringing a lot of people together, a lot, bringing a lot of this, uh, you know, movements together. I know we are growing with the women of the world network and we are multicultural, of course, you know, all the different cultures and that diversity and other groups as well. And, and it's it's that healing that's happening and that, you know, the, the and I know I started uh, a new routine. I myself started a new routine where um, I completely changed my morning routines because now that I don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily jump in the car right away, um, I've added something that really, you know, contributing to my health as well. Awesome. And yeah. um, so that's just, yeah, it's just so... Um, and I think, yeah, it's it's good, and um, I absolutely agree. Yeah, because we just, we just need to shift our focus where we what we're looking at here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love how you talked about your routine. I think that that is definitely a way that from this situation we can get on that road to healing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people are starting to think more about their health, or you know, starting to meditate. 
and, and think about their emotional or their mental health. Um, you know, people are starting to um, spend more time with their families or actually have conversations because they're not running here and there. They're all home. Um, you know, uh, I've definitely had a lot more time with my six-year-old than I normally would since I sit by him during school all morning. Um, I don't know if I would call it quality time, but we were definitely spending time together. Um <laughs> No, all these experiences are, you know, are bringing about, I mean, all of this, this situation is bringing about new experiences and, and how are, you know, can we, how can we look at them? Terry, um, what do you, what are you thinking about this and how does healing come into play um, with awareness for you? Yeah, I think it was like you're saying, there was an opportunity for me to develop more awareness around uh, my own physical and emotional stability because I, I live alone. And so, and I'm 75 years old. So uh, I was in the high risk group in the beginning, you know, and so I really was mm-hmm. staying home and my children shopped for me and I, my car thought I had left the, the country because I didn't drive my car for three months. And <laughs> I, I, I began to, um, you know, have to work really hard at feeling, feeling happy. And so a friend of mine, we were talking and she said, I said, I just want to hug so bad. I want to hug from somebody. I realized that oh. there was this, <laughs> I had this need, you know, I had this need for physical yeah. touch. And yeah. so my friend said, well, do you, don't you have a teddy bear or something? I said, no, I gave them all away. <laughs> and so my, when my, my oldest daughter brought me this gigantic bunny, it's as big as I am. And so I named that bunny. In fact, it's sitting across me right now. And honestly, that that made such a difference for me. And just my whole outlook became more um, positive. And I was so aware of that. And then I, like you, I, I changed my morning routine and I started walking and getting out of the house and walking every day. And now I walk three to four miles a day. And I've done that oh, now wow. since the pandemic started. So that has increased my you know, my flexibility and my uh, energy. And Mm -hmm. so I I found all of these different ways to fill the void of having physical contact with my family. Now, of course, now we have more more physical contact and we we gather together as a family. But a really period of of reflection, looking inside, uh, and then healing those empty places by finding a way to be positive about that. And how can I make up for that? And it's, so that was very much um, an awareness. I didn't realize mm-hmm. because I'm I'm an introvert. I like to have my own time. That's how I regain my energy is is uh, from inside. But there was that need for that uh, companionship. And it's funny how a big, great big stuffed bunny could make that all feel better. But <laughs> he, he really he, he really did. And and so. Um, mm-hmm. I realized that that was something that I needed emotionally and mentally to, uh, you know, to have that awareness to be healthy and, and to feel good and to see the good, the positive side. So it was, a, mm-hmm. it was an awareness. It was a journey, a process. And those things that I've learned in the last eight months of this, uh, you know, semi-isolation is that I can take care of myself. I can take care of myself emotionally. I can ask for what I need. I can um, 
be clear about what it is that uh, that sustains me and and feeds my soul that I can be the person that I know I'm intended to be. And so that aware, level of awareness and being able to heal yourself from, um, you know, I, I, I don't know that it, it was painful. It was just very, very different and, and lonely. So mm-hmm. I was able to fill that void and ask for what I wanted and tell my kids, please call me every day. I just need to tap, you know, check in. And they were willing to do that. And, and it, I got what I needed, and then I I healed my sadness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that a lot of people were maybe un unwilling or unsure or um, unaware that when this pandemic started, there was uh, there was naturally a lot of grief, and not just over people dying, but just lost opportunities and lost, um, you know, uh, loss of what you had thought was going to happen this year for you. You know, a week, right. the weekend after everything shut down, I was supposed to go to Disneyland <laughs> with, um, with my best friends, the six of us were going to go and it was going to be the last time we were all going to mm-hmm. be able to together before one of my friends moved away and we didn't get to go. And it was like all these different stages of, of grief with that. And that's just like a small thing, right? Like I go to Disneyland multiple times a year. So (laughs) it's not, (laughs) it's not um, necessarily like, Oh, I didn't get to go to Disneyland, but that time together, that bonding time as friends was lost Mm -hmm. and then when she actually did move it was like we didn't have that that moment of all being together you know and so you know and and that happened to that happened to everybody and then there's also you know like my kids are now dealing with you know not ever being around their friends and not going back to school and having these first experiences or last chances you know being uh, no longer available to them um, because mm-hmm. they're not at school, you know? So there's all these different, well, and then there's the, the actual grief of people losing their loved ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and not being able to have funerals and um, maybe not even being able to be there next to them um, when they pass. And, and then, you know, and, and these mental health workers being there experiencing it all. Right. So there's, you know, from the extreme of one to the other and and everything in between. And were people really allowing themselves to grieve, you know, having the awareness around that and allowing yourself the time and the process to to heal that, I think, is is huge. You know, Um, allowing yourself to be able to be sad, be lonely. Be, um, you know, scared, be, um, you know, anxious or, or whatever all of this is bringing up in you, allowing those feelings space and, and um, allowing them, you know, time to process and heal. Yeah, and I think it's it's the hardest for those who live by themselves too, especially when we couldn't get out much. Now it's everything is reopening, 
but I think for those who, because they used to going out, they used to be in, in groups of people, and it's like that human touch, that human energy. You know, we do this networking events, we meet with people. It's human, and, and so I, I personally underestimated how much I needed that, um, how much yeah. I need that as a person. Like my personality, I'm so social. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, you know, I love meeting new people. I love communicating. So I'm, I was missing the human touch and energy, <laughs> right? Meeting and uh, uh, Zoom is is good to see and talk, but it's just I didn't realize how much um, difference that makes. Um, yeah. And so I think that's that's uh, that's probably for those who couldn't get out or who, who don't have any, like they don't live with anyone else in the in um in the house. Yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah, I agree with you for sure. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. My my kids are older, so but um, those younger kids, <laughs> it's, it brings a whole another you know level of awareness. <laughs> yeah. But it is affecting all of us, regardless of our age. And that is another thing. When we talk about fearless generations, this, this fear is, is affecting every generation, right? It's yeah. going to forever affect everyone, even from, you know, the smallest child to the oldest, you know, up, you know on the other side of the oldest person, you know, um, and all over the world. This is affecting everyone. And I think that that is, um, you know, that awareness right there is something that I think we need to be, as as a world, we need to be more aware of and put uh, time and attention to when it comes to healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what's something that uh, I'm sure you're doing, you and Terry, and, um, you know, we are doing at Women of the World Network, you know, empowering and connecting ladies and growing together. And, um, you know, there was an article a couple of days ago, a lot of moms left jobs to take care of kids because they couldn't do both. Right. And that's what it's unfortunate mm-hmm. situation that's happening right now. Uh, there was an article in, For- in Forbes magazine saying that, you know, a lot of moms had to go. So, um, but I think it's, it's, it's back to that, um, you know, hopefully I want to, I want to, I want to say it will help them to rediscover themselves and maybe, you know, connect to, or maybe to open something on her own or do something where she, she, um, she couldn't do before. So if she looks at it as an opportunity, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to do something on her own or start something on her own, um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting, of course, what's what's happening, how the things are shifting. Yeah, yeah. definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, and and I I think it's um, something that's been coming up in my mind over and over when we've talked about we've been talking tonight is priorities. I think that uh, my pro- priorities have become much more clear during this time. And what is really important to me, um, yeah. you know, That's like so my true. family, sharing, sharing, you know, fearless, living with, you know, as many people as we can. And we've really stepped up our game, I think. And um, because of the importance of this message, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, That's true. Yeah. 
Um, ladies, I am so sorry. We have just been uh, talking away, and we are basically out of time. So, <laughs> Elle, I, I just realized it. I'm like, no. Mel, I wanted to give you a moment to let our listeners know if they would like to get to know more about Women of the World and um, maybe possibly get involved in that, where would they go? Absolutely. So uh, womenoftheworldnetwork.com, and we do have upcoming meetings. We actually have a meeting this Thursday at 4.30 Pacific. Um, they can sign up online in the events page. On the events page, um, all the meetings are virtual right now. We do have a meeting on Friday at 11.30 Pacific. Uh, we are launching new programs, uh, so there are different things that we're doing, very exciting, but uh, um, Kelly and Terry, thank you so much. This time just flew by. <laughs> but thank you so much for this opportunity to come and chat with you tonight and have this, um, you know, amazing open conversation. So it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's been great. Thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. And I'll make sure that you post on the Fearless Generations Facebook page a link to that so that our listeners who are interested can go check it out because I know you have um, a discount price going on this month because it's going up, I believe, in November, the membership. Yeah, November 1st is going up, exactly. Yeah, so the monthly fees is going up November 1st. Yeah. So get in there now. Uh, Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much. We appreciate you being here. Terry, loved everything you shared tonight. Love being here with you every Monday night as well. Ditto. We want Yeah, thanks. We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom are were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you'd like to find out more about that, go to fearlessliving.org. To uh, listen to past episodes or learn more about Terry and I and what we have going on, please check out fearlessgenerations.org. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Bye. Good night.